Beautiful Miss Olivia King. That was. Hope you're not going to be throwing her. some rude talk at me. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> that was that was her new single in my head that you heard. Yeah. Live right now. Do you have a video for that yet? We shot it, and it should be ready early May. So. Early May. That's a dope so, song. Yeah. Thank you so much. I haven't put out a song in forever, so it's it's nice to be back. It feels what's, good. What's forever? Three years. Three years. That's a long time. What? I've been I've been working with companies and labels, and unfortunately, they have just dragged their feet. And no one's gonna work as hard for you as you. Exactly. And I I finally realized that. And once I went independent around January, it's been so easy. Oh, so and you haven't been independent this whole time. Mm-mm. You oh, weren't even right. allowed to just put out like songs by yourself or nothing mm-hmm. when you were in the works of. Yeah. So it. It was just company after company that I would not even be really in contract with, but company after company after label that just were unfortunately dragging their feet. And then to finally see the light with Chance the Rapper, someone like that winning three Grammys, it was a huge like wake up call to me. Like you can do this on your own. And I (laughs) like to work super fast and, and I like to be efficient. And so I've, grown this team around me with fred and ot and um a few others and just that small circle is all you need at this stage in the game that's all you need and and yourself and and the music so to give a label labels take 88 percent. that's like standard (laughs) 88 or more that's a lot that's a lot so then you say okay we write a song together Uh, now that's i have 12 percent oh but we split that song, so I have six percent now. But but then I got a manager that I got to pay. Yeah. So so now I'm down to three uh, percent. You could be left with yeah, jack nothing. squat. Yeah. You got to work your ass off to oh. see something. Oh yeah. That's well, not her other expenses that oh, yeah. she has. Yeah, exactly. And now, that, what label was? Oh, so were you I, on a label before? I, I was with. Um, I don't even want. I don't even want to give them the. Let's boo them. No, say. but, but I, I was with a, I'll say, a branch of Sony. And okay. um, 
it just, unfortunately, it didn't work out. I was with them for six months, and um, I got a lot of great connections through them. So, I mean, no no time is wasted time. You, you live and you learn. So, Did they end up with you, or you felt it was time to just walk I, I felt it was time. There was nothing that, that was being done. And I wanted to put out music. Were like, they okay with it, or was it a, was it a tough thing that you had to go through? Or it, it was a, a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's never it's never easy. It's like a breakup, you know. Right. So, um, but but you get over it and you move on. So it's I just feel so good to be in control of my own destiny now. Being able to control your music and your life, it it feels much better. And so it's. It's freeing to to have this and and be able to do it independently. So so I'm excited. I'm excited to finally be releasing music. That's just the the primary goal here. Because like I said, I haven't re- officially released. I do. I've been doing covers and stuff like that for the past few years, but. Three years has gone by since I actually released my own stuff, and I got a whole mm-hmm. vault of things. It's not like I've been sitting around on my yeah, butt yeah, yeah. twiddling my <laughs> thumbs. Like I've been in the studio every day, working, 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 and I wasn't able to ever release anything. Yeah. So it was like one thing after another. Okay, I get this song, I do the demo of it. That's my single. Oh, but the song was sold to Empire. So it's mm. like, okay, it's sold to that TV show. That that was the first single. Then it's like just one thing kept happening. Oh, that. That beat was Rock Wilder Speed, and he wants 10K for it. We can't swing Shit. it. So I'm like, okay, that's back to the so drawing th- board. So that's what the, the uh, label was telling you? Yeah, oh, so okay. it was just back to the drawing board, back to the drawing board. And so they wasn't willing to wanna, put that They weren't helpful to yeah, yeah, so I, I, I don't want to badmouth them, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it just didn't work out. And, yeah. and I'm happy, and it was a blessing in disguise. At the time, I was disappointed, obviously, um, that, it, that it didn't work out, but... But we're here, and we got this this song that I'm excited about, and I plan on releasing follow-ups every two months and in between doing a video That's for each up. one. So just really pumping it out. And, yeah. and being able to do it yourself, like I said, it's just so freeing. All right. Now, in my head, was that did that come about um, like while you was going through your, your situation, or was that a single you already had well, already they before? They actually had hooked me up with this songwriter. He wrote, he's written for Bruno Mars, Trey Songs, Chris Brown, One Direction. He's super talented and on top of that, just a super great guy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to lose him as a connection when when the, the deal fell apart. So yeah. um, we kept in touch and, and they knew that. And um, the Rich, the, the guy who helped me write this song, he was like, I still want to work with you. Like, That's I'm That's down. Like, you didn't do anything to me. <laughs> I didn't do anything to you. We have great chemistry in the Mm -hmm. studio. Like, why do we need to let this go? (laughs) It's like a relationship. But um, so he ended up sending me this beat after the fact. And um, I loved it. It was from a guy. His name's Vicodin. (laughs) So he goes (laughs) with a K. Well, then. Yeah. Yeah, Vicodin. And so he's from L.A. And his manager had sent rich the the songwriter this beat and he sent it to me i loved it he was like can you get in this studio tomorrow i was like yeah let's do it so on the way there i was writing this song on the way to the studio in Mm -hmm. jersey and he's writing it at work as i'm on my way and we came 
and join forces at the studio. And it was that simple. Like we literally got in there at 7 p.m. and we were done by midnight and we never touched the song again. Did you, you already had the beat before? Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. all right. So we had the beat. We just went in there, laid down the vocals. It was like, it was the fastest, yeah, it was, it was the fastest thing I've ever done in my you guys life. just clicked. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you see, you see songs like Uptown Funk, and you, like I watched a sixty minutes with Bruno Mars, and he was saying how they went back and they tweaked that song for a year, and they wow. went back and over and over and over. And there are some songs that it, it happens like that, but this song it just came together. Yeah, it's just beautifully organic. And, you could you could yeah. tell him saying it was. Yeah, and, and it sounds great. It's not even like yeah, I was it was just saying. easy. It was, it was easy. It, it sounds so. like it needs work. It sounds perfect. Like I'm saying, everything's fine. <laughs> Thank so you. Yeah. Saying. So then, obviously, it just had to be mixed, and um, it just so happened the guy who mixed it was actually Fetty Wap's brother, Rob. <laughs> so he he was awesome, though. I mean, polar opposite people, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, he was super cool, and we just went to his studio in Patterson, where Fetty Wap and the whole yeah. crew is from. <laughs> It was interesting, and we just finished up the mix, and that was that. It was, like, the easiest thing. That, that's how you know it's right, though. Yeah, when the doors yeah, when keep opening and it's just easy. No like, matter what. Yeah, because the past few years, it's like, when you have to wait on other people, that's that's tough. Yeah, because sucks. if they're not answering you, or I'm the... I'm a kind of type A personality where I need to be in control mm -hmm. of of my destiny and my career and life and everything. And I take it really seriously. And when people aren't putting in the work that I'm doing or that I'm expecting of them, like it's just, it gets difficult. So surrounding myself with people like OT and Fred and and my boyfriend does my social media and we're all gung-ho we talk every single day and mm -hmm. we're like let's do this let's do that let's get this done i was i was a little nervous to add anyone to the team to be honest because i had worked with so many people that let me down mm -hmm. and and now it's like to let people in just one by one i mean the circle's slowly gro mm -hmm. growing <laughs> from a dot yeah, yeah. um and just trusting people with my career is scary, but but if you have people that you know are on your team and on your side and they believe in you just as much as you believe in yourself, that, that's all you need. I bet it makes you wish you went independent much <laughs> sooner. Oh, yes. It's like you think you need a label. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you think it's a, the glitz and the glamour and the money, but when you look at it, like when I was um, getting the, the mix from Fetty Wap's brother, we got, we got talking and he was like... You know, my, my brother, when when Trap Queen came out, it was on the radio. He was on the radio as an independent artist. He pushed that song. I mean, it was in the strip clubs that he pushed it, <laughs> but but he pushed it regardless. And and he was making, he said he was making 100000 per show as an independent artist, and now he's making wow. ten with a label. He ended up signing to a major, and now he's making 10000 a show. So that's because there are so many people that you have to pay. Yeah. He's got four security guards. He's got his manager. He's got all of his entourage mm -hmm. that, that he needs to take care of, his whole squad, whatever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she said it exactly the same way. But he's got a big of how many people you have to pay. Yeah, that's like That's why you have to keep the, the circle tight because mm -hmm. that money goes like that. Exactly. And so going from my boyfriend was like, Rob, why did your brother go to a major? And he was like, well, 
It's the glitz and the glamour of it. Yeah. And would you rethink signing to a label company if they came to you right now? Um, and you I felt mean, they were dedicating. I'm not gonna say no to, to anything. I'm not, but but at this stage in the game, it only makes sense to just get my traction going because once you get the traction and you have leverage with a label, then you, they can give you more of an advance or or, or whatever it may be, and, and maybe it would be worth it right. um, because obviously they have a ton of connections, but even just with the people I've brought on the team, Fred, OT, just their connections in itself, it's... It's crazy. So, I mean, you don't need as many people as you think you do. How is um, your song doing? You're in my head. It's on it, iTunes. And yeah, Spotify. it's it's doing pretty well. I mean, we we have a marketing strategy that we came up with that is focused mainly on Instagram. My boyfriend started this Instagram growth company, and he was actually able to quit his job. And oh, I need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he. <laughs> Got his master's at, at Berkeley in uh, California for mechanical engineering, like so polar opposite from what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. But he, when we met like five years ago, I sang for him the first night and he was like way into my music ever <laughs> since then. And so he's like, you know the way to his heart. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let me show him that I can sing. <laughs> but he's been way into it. And so he started. We realized about two years ago that my target audience is young girls, mm-hmm. and we had to go after that. So especially on social media, we we targeted them with liking and following and commenting on their stuff just to get them to recognize my account, and it worked really well, and I was gaining followers much faster than I had been. And so he was able, now he works with 150 clients and they're mostly singers Mm -hmm. and he's able to, to target. So say, okay, I'm similar to a, uh, Ariana Grande, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of little girls follow her and like her, you go in and the whole strategy is kind of that, that you, you engage with those people that you already know they like someone similar to you. Mm -hmm. And so, so you engage with them, and um, it's as simple as that. And so going back to the marketing strategy, we have developed this marketing strategy just based on Instagram, and it's a, it's a slow buildup that, that you have to, have to do, not, not giving away our whole secret yeah. formula. But, but I'm um, sure it's worth it. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's a, it's a slow buildup, but I think just from the – the the turnout that we've gotten so far i think it's our our strategy is going to work so obviously that's just one one form of marketing and then once the video drops we'll be able to do facebook and instagram ads and stuff like that but but it's it's going well and i'm getting a really good response from it it seems like people of all different ages and um ethnicities like the song and that's players (laughs) that's the that's the kind of song that i that i wanted to make though some something that everyone can enjoy because as much as i love hip-hop and rap it definitely limits your audience because Mm -hmm. old people are like oh swears (laughs) and and little kids their parents don't want them listening to it so so they have a limited audience and so that's uh, that was a big thing because I I was doing more hip hop R and B, and and now uh, I I switched over more to to pop soul because it it widened my audience, and I found that 
when I did that, it made my life a lot easier. <laughs> and and people people were liking what I was doing more because it was more true to myself. I was yeah. trying to do what was po- popular at popular, the time, yeah, yeah. the the trap soul kind of stuff, but. That wasn't so much me. I, I'm. I definitely love the soul. Soul is my soul. Mm-hmm. Like that soul music. That that's staying true to myself. So that's why I classify my genre of music as pop soul. Now, how old are you? Because I was reading up on this, and you've done a lot. From, like, <laughs> I was when gonna, you was younger, and right. I'm like, I, like every time I keep looking at this, I'm like, yo, well, how old is this girl? She's done got all this stuff done within this, you know. Well, I can't say short period of time because I really don't know how. how if you I'm don't like, mind. she just she if you don't mind. <laughs> she did this at uh, 40. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, right. um, no, I'm 23, uh, and right. so I started. I started when I was about 15, 16. I'm sure you read yeah, my yeah. bio or whatever, and uh, I just started in the Boston scene, the clubs, the bars. That's when you started taking it serious. Yeah. At what age did you start singing? Third grade. I, I, I uh, have told this story before, but there was uh, um, one of my friends in church choir. She heard me singing Silent Night. We were singing it as a group, and she was like, Liv, I think you might be kind of good at singing. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I don't, I don't think so. And she's like, no, I think you should try out for the solo. And I was like, no way, no way. So it gets to be the next practice, and there was an opportunity for a solo. So the choir director's like, oh, who wants to do a solo? And she raises my hand for me, and I was <laughs> petrified. She's like, Olivia, perfect, come on up. And I'm like, um, okay. So I got up there, and I was shaking like a leaf at first, third grader, trying to sing my little butt off. And ever since then, I got over the fear, mm-hmm. and I loved performing. And then... Just, you know, obviously did the talent shows when, when I was in school and middle school and high school. And then in in high school, I started kind of getting a little bit of recognition from different people in the industry. And, and um, it kind of went from there. At the time, my parents, I was presented with different contracts and opportunities. And I was 15 and, and my parents had no idea. They're both not musical. <laughs> um, I don't know where I came from. I don't know about the mailman, but um, <laughs> but um, they, they didn't know. So there were things being presented to me that, that they had no idea about. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know what a 360 deal is. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. this is. That seems like they're taking everything. Exactly. And, but that's standard. And, and we didn't know that at the time. So... Um, my, my dad just wanted me to be a kid and, and I appreciate that because I, I think being a kid is, is a thing that needs to happen. Like you see the people like Justin Bieber and Lindsay Lohan and all Britney Spears and they go off the deep end because it, it's It's extremely stressful. You you, you grow up too early. I'm saying you're forced to grow up too early. And then by then it's just like, oh, you're already done a bunch of stuff that. All these other people yeah. are doing. It's like, all right, now. So now as, what? yeah, I mean, as much as I would have liked to at the time be, you know, bigger, but yeah, I I feel like I have a good head on my shoulders exactly. now, and I, you know, I'm I'm grown up and I can handle it. I feel like I'm I'm so ready for whatever's thrown at me now. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it's working. That's what's up. Now, yeah. the voice. Let's talk about the voice. Yeah, so I did that a few years ago, and um, that's definitely, for anyone 
who who wants to do a new experience or a different opportunity it it's worth it it's it's a cool experience i i made it through a few rounds and then actually last summer i got a bunch of calls from a bunch of producers on the voice mm-hmm. and they're like we want you back the this this season and at the time i was with that label and mm. they were like no 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 you don't do that cuz cuz we want you and yeah. i wasn't even signed with them or anything but mm-hmm. um i i didn't do it what and what do you if you weren't on the label would you have considered or like yes. would you have done it yeah, yeah i would have done it how about if the opportunity comes around now would you go back on it um i I talk about that uh, a lot with with my parents and my boyfriend because there's still the opportunity that, believe it or not, a lot of the talent that goes on The Voice is handpicked. They don't go to the open call auditions. Mm. Like, so these producers now with social media, they, I mean, this is insider edition information. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but but they they go on social media and they find people on Instagram and YouTube and, and they're hand selecting Mm -hmm. the types of artists that they want want. on that specific season, whether it's the certain judges that are picking or whatever genre they feel works best with, with those judges. So it was interesting in the summer. I got like four calls from four different producers. Like, they clearly weren't all talking to each other, and they were all out trying to find people. Yeah. So one was like, I found your stuff on Instagram. One said, I found you on YouTube. One said, I found your tape from your last audition. One, like, so it was all these random producers that Mm -hmm. that were reaching out. So that was interesting to me that it wasn't just the open call that you see. It's actually that that they go and, 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 and pick it for it. Pick whoever they want for yeah, for yeah. the season. I mean, oh, that's interesting. yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. So, um, that was a, a great experience. And I think if I, right now I'm really into doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. And I think if I get a little bit older, say I get to be 25 or so, and that's considered old in the industry, <laughs> I may, I may, I may try it again, reach yeah. out to the producers and, and, and see what, what the deal is um it's definitely a great opportunity for exposure i mean being just just to get to know the judges or or whatever it is that that that's huge so you just never know what can come of different opportunities so i wouldn't say no to anything but at this point I might say I might say no. Just you might say no this year. Yeah, I might, I say, might no say no yes this next year. year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's hope I don't need to say yes next year, and hope I'm I'm more on my way to to where I want to be. But but I'm excited. I I think the I'm finally feeling confident and comfortable in the in the path I'm taking. So. As you should be. Yeah, it feels good. Now, where is it exactly that you want to be? Like, what's your you know, like your ultimate goal, like what do you want to be with the music or in this industry? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I just want to be able to to share my love for music with other people. My mom wrote a quote on my closet wall when I was little, and it was along the lines of when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope to tell him I used every bit of talent you gave me. Mm. And that's how I feel. Like that is like my favorite quote. And I see that on my closet wall every time I go in there. And 
that just that's what I want to do. I want to use every single ounce that he gave me and and use it for the better to better people's lives and music should make you feel good. Music mm. should get you through your day and and that's what I what I want to be able to do for people. So that I mean that's the goal. Just to have as many people as possible be able to enjoy my music and and benefit from it. Now, is there a project following in my head as well, or is that right now? Are you just like releasing just the music and then with nothing uh, slated to drop, or well, just individual singles? Looking at artists like Beyonce's last album took a while to go platinum, mm -hmm. and the the game has changed, and and albums aren't selling as well anymore. It's all about and the music streaming. Fades. <laughs> yep, and, music fades away, and people don't want to listen to to filler songs they want to listen mm -hmm. to hits exactly. just hit after hit they don't want to have to go through someone like me that's musical and enjoys the artistry i like listening to a full album to mm -hmm. see people's you know creative ways but but a lot people want things now and they don't want to have to wait for an album they want a hit and they want it yesterday so so right now i'm really just planning on dropping like i said the the single every two months and then who knows maybe i put together a few of those and we create an ep or an album depending on how they do so we just i want to kind of test the waters and and we do this single see how it does i have a bunch of stuff in the vault so we can we can you know decide to to use whatever song next that that we want to mm -hmm. so um and it's got all, all different kind of styles, but all, all all branded the same. So so I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, is an album out of the question? No. But in today's day and age, people just want music and they want it now. And yeah. I've waited so long to, to release music that it's easier to release a single than an album. So So just being able to pump those out, I think that's my best bet right now. How's that um the the release party you had a couple weeks ago? It was so fun. I haven't had that much fun in a long time. Really? I don't drink, I don't smoke, but I had the time of my life. <laughs> Everyone around me was having, you know, maybe a, a, a drink or two. Yeah, a few cocktails. But I had the time of my life. I didn't think I was going to have that much fun, to be honest. Fred, Fred set that up at uh, Da Vinci. We The night before, we had... Uh, a little get together with just close friends and family and people that were involved in the music. And it was, we called it a promo party. My boyfriend went a little nutso and put together lists and a shirt for everyone who walked in the door, <laughs> a list of what they had to do. It was like, number one, <laughs> grab a drink. Number two, post on Instagram. Number three, share with all what your Facebook friends. looking at you friends. like, what the hell did we get ourselves into? <laughs> right? No, there, was, there were some people, like, he didn't tell some of his friends that it was going to be like that. I mm -hmm. obviously prefaced it to all my friends, like, hey, this is a promo party. This is just for... I only invited people that I knew were going to help promote yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So, But he invited, like, his friends from high school that he hadn't seen in forever. <laughs> and they come in and they're like... like uh like what is going on this. and he's like guys post and he's like starting chants i'm like okay you need to calm down <laughs> like, but so buddy. regardless that was fun and then the next night we did at da vinci and fred had set that up and 
I'm not the the club goer per se, mm-hmm. but I had a ton of fun. They played the song three times. I thought it was gonna get like a little like okay, how many times? But every time, everyone had the same energy level you. or higher. I yeah, was like yeah, yeah. super surprised because I thought this song is more of a chill song, kind mm-hmm. of a a vibe out song, and it would. I thought oh, it would kind of kill the vibe of the the club. And it was the exact opposite. I was so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It was like once the song ended, it was like, oh, okay. I'm actually really excited to see what the video is like for this. Like, <laughs> for I, this song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little hint. All right. It's 50s themed. So mm. you hear the background vocals in it, do like the little shoo doops mm-hmm. So that's where I got the idea to, to do it all 50s related. And we did it in a bunch of different places in Rhode Island. So oh, okay. it was Sweet Indulgence. Have you ever been there? Yep. Yeah. Really? She, she actually introduced me to really? it. Really? Like, yeah, she loves that spot. Isn't it so cute in there? <laughs> it's cute. So it it totally went with my brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I of have all the, pink stuff. <laughs> all the pink stuff. Yep. yep. <laughs> Fif- that 50s vibe it's is... pick your favorite color because yeah. when we were like Come we, on, we were stalking you we you, were like she loves pink <laughs> he, was like, he was like I'm gonna ask her that. I'm gonna ask her that. So he's playing, he's playing dumb right now uh, it's actually purple no, I'm <laughs> um, but yeah so when I saw that I came across Sweet Indulgence on I think it was on Instagram and I saw pictures of it and I was like oh my god I have to go in and look at this and see if the owner will let us shoot the video there so we shot the majority oh, cool. of the video there, and then we there is actually some place that still does shoe shining. So <clears throat> there's this guy, Seth the Barber. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. He's from Rhode Island. He's a little entrepreneur, does a, a great job. And um, he's got a place where he does, like, the old school. He's got the old school barber chairs. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect place for that. Is it the same area over there? Or? Mm-hmm. All yep, right. it's right It's right in, uh, it's still in that, like, Warwick Cranston mm-hmm. area. And um, we did a little shoe shine. That's dope. I could, I could already, I, I, oh, I yeah. see the so, vision. So but my, my boyfriend was my boyfriend for the first time in my video. <laughs> I've always had someone else play my boyfriend, yeah. and he's always wanted it that way. He's like, oh, I can't act. like uh, It'd be terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm like, you know, the last time when I put out a video and he wants to share it, like... It's it's awkward to yeah, be like, hey, yeah. mom, check out Liv's new video where she's all buddy-buddy with this <laughs> other guy. And you it's know? not me, mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> there, there was, um, I did, there was like a, a Spanish dude that played my, or a Dominican kid that played my boyfriend in one. And um, one of my boyfriend's friends was like, oh, Dave, you look really tan in the video. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So everyone started cracking jokes, and I'm like, okay, maybe I should try to convince him to do it this time. Yeah. So I was like, can you just do it? It'll you know, be fun. Is that like, like, that's not awkward, though, because I see a lot of videos like, of people. Like, let me kiss this person. People, no, no, not, not that. I'm talking about having your actual. Your actual boyfriend. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes, and not, you know, I'm not saying anything's going to happen between y'all, but I, I watch a lot oh, yeah. of videos that, you know, people have. They break up. And, and then they break up. Even, like, names in the songs like and stuff yeah. like that and it's just like all Crunchy. right now they're not i'm like what do you do when you're 
actually having a um concert and that line comes up? Do you just right. not sing that song? Or like I was just wondering. Or you pull now, a like, Chris Brown, you're yeah. like, Karuchi. <laughs> like I'm like, what <laughs> the hell the mom? Yeah, right? yeah, like what, what are you like I, know. I, I was wondering. Well, like I waited a good five years yeah, so in the relationship. Like, <laughs> We've never broken up. I think we're like, good. Yeah, y'all should so, be good. Who knows? getting a ring after this. Uh, I, I don't know. But I was like, oh my God. So he got his hair cut like 50s and now he's kept it. He thinks he looks like Jeezy. I'm like, oh my oh, God. Lord. Yeah, so like, oh boy. But we'll see. It took. But he sounds like he's your biggest fan. So he he is. sounds he like is. a good guy. He, yeah, he no, like he, guy. he's a great guy and he is my biggest fan. So. Um, shout out to him. He's he's working hard, so he had to do his taxes tonight. Uh. So he couldn't be here. He's a little behind. Tax yeah, deadline's yeah. coming up. Oh yeah. Shout so so the video too. should be super fun. I mean, it may or may not have taken like a hundred shots to mm-hmm. get him to have the right facial expression for one scene. <laughs> but but we'll if that hundredth shot was right, hopefully, hopefully it's good. So yeah. it should be cute. My dad plays the shoe shine guy. I wanted like all people just from that's my dope. life yeah, in the video. Cool. Yeah. Show yeah. the grandkids one day. So this is what yeah. mommy and daddy's. Yeah, yeah no, we're yeah. like in our 20s. It should, it should be cute. So, nah, so I'm excited. Dope. It'll, it'll be, it'll be fun. And this is actually the first video that I did that actually had a storyline. Mm-hmm. Usually I just do videos and they're just, Purely for entertainment just it, yeah, yeah. and just kind of performance and and whatnot, but but this one actually has a, a cute storyline, so yeah. so I'm excited. I can't yeah. I can't wait. Now, are you, are you still covering songs on Instagram? Because I've noticed I've known who Olivia King was for a while now, and it's <laughs> honestly because of the the covers, the covers and really? stuff. Like, yeah, I, I knew you more because of the. I actually have. A couple, My boyfriend has a rude boy hat. Not sure how he got it, but he wears it frequently. Really? Yeah. What kind? What, it's one a snapback. Oh, snap I don't know. Back? It's like a, a yeah, some sort of snapback. He got like it from somewhere. Mm-mm. Oh, all right. I like that mm. one though. I didn't even know that's nice and She's subtle. Hinting, AKA, why you didn't bring me one asshole? Nah, that's no, what you're saying. That's, no, I, no, no, that's, no. That's fine. I, <laughs> no. Honestly, I, I was at just at the store and we was just doing inventory. I didn't even. All think. right, blame it on Adam. I didn't blame think it on to, Adam. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I brought you a gift. We had a pink and black one, and I was like, yeah, and I was like, pink would be perfect. Now that I think about it, so I'll get you a pink one. But yep. Look at Adam's face. He's like, uh, uh. Nope, that ain't happening. So to answer your question, I was doing a lot of covers just to get my following up and mm-hmm. be able to put music out that, you know, I didn't have to license or anything like that and just be able to, to do the covers easily. And it was a way to, to get my following up and get people engaged. And I think it's a great way to, to get yourself out there. And social media is huge. And if you yep. do a song that's already popular, people like to listen to it. So once I started doing that enough where people enjoyed just me as an artist, I felt like it was it was time to put out my own stuff. So yeah. I, I would get it frequently. Like, when are you coming out with your own stuff? Do you, <laughs> do you even song write? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, people don't even know, you know, because I haven't put stuff out in so long. So yeah. it's a long time coming, but but it's exciting to finally be able to, to do this. Now, whatever happened with Black Plague? Yo. <laughs> you are digging deep. Yeah. No, I'm like, on my deep. site, and look at I have all this stuff on here. I'm like, I just so uh, put your name in. I have this. They I have, are still, I have the a lot of those guys thing. I have are still video. super supportive. Oh, my God. That's too funny. Yeah, like, look, that's the guy that, that they said oh, my douche. boyfriend looked. That's yeah. That's my yeah. boy. 
Yeah, he is. He, he's Dominican, right? Yeah, Dutch is Haitian. Haitian, that's yeah, what he yeah, is. Yeah. Haitian, Haitian. <laughs> Regardless, whatever. But um, yeah, so Black Plague. A lot of those guys. Toye, do you know Toye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know all um, like from your all, all, I know all of them. Much um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Toye, we actually have been working on on music together. He he started producing like a few years ago, taking it seriously, and he's grown a lot as a producer mm-hmm. and. Um, I've been working with him and Roderick as a songwriter, and we're actually in my house now. I live in Westerly, and we we're renting out a room to mm-hmm. a, to a guy downstairs in our in our house, and he he's moving out, and we're like, all right, let's just make this room into a, a studio. studio. Yeah. yeah. So now it's gonna be like at least once or twice a week getting in the studio just with Roderick and Toye and just having the the core three be able to write and produce and pump it out so Mm -hmm. we have there's like a a walk-in closet in there so we're gonna make that the booth and then instead of like cutting a hole in the in the in the wall wall, because if we want to sell it people are gonna be like why the hell is there a hole in the wall so um we're just gonna put a camera and and be able to communicate back and forth that way so it should be pretty cool that uh, that's going to be my next project so may 1st he's moving out not that i'm chooching him out but i'm excited because my for christmas i got all new recording stuff and i haven't been able to use it too too much because i don't have the space yeah. so it's literally like i have a closet studio right now that if I want to just do little demos, but for anything else, I, I go to a, a legit studio. studio. So being yeah. able to have that right in my house, yeah, it's, it's gonna, it's clutch. gonna, yeah. yeah. Being it's able, so easy. Uh, oh wake yeah. Up, studio. And, and studios get expensive unless, oh, yeah. unless you're, unless you <laughs> oh, know yeah. people and they're willing to help you out. Like, yeah. and even then, expensive. if they don't see like, the, we've had this conversation with people, if they don't see potential in you, it's like, they yeah. will help you. Ah, you might yeah. be my friend, but it's like, if I don't see you going anywhere, yeah. I'm not going to give you all this time for free. Cause yeah. It's like, all right, if you blow up, it's like, all right, I know you're going to take care of me. But other than yeah. that, it's like, uh, yeah. what's, what's in it for me? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it'll be nice to, to have my own studio. So, yeah, I mean, people, a few of the guys from Black Plague, actually a bunch of them, came out to my release party, and I was surprised. I was surprised how many people came out that I had no idea they were coming. Mm-hmm. There were, like, at least 40 to 50 people that I had no idea they were showing up. Like That's I didn't, dope. yeah. So, so that was awesome to have that support. It, it's hard as as an independent artist to to get the support yeah, behind it you. Really is. Especially when you're doing everything yourself. Yeah. And, you know, again, all that. It's, it's not like it's not like you got a label calling all yeah. these people yeah. and tell them, oh, yeah, we got this, tough. we got this going on. So yeah, yeah it's it's a grind. Hell yeah. So to have that support. That that really meant a lot to me. I think that's probably why it was such a good night. Yeah, just yeah. having people there to to celebrate with me, and and I know they got my back, and mm-hmm. and they're they're just as excited about it as I am. So it was a cool feeling. Mm-hmm. You got this nice shirt that you gave us. One oh yeah, while. is that sugaring or is that? That's just my um my merchandise on my site, um on my Olivia King Music site. I actually just made these so. I have these, they say King Squad on them. Oh, I didn't even notice I had it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so they say King Squad on them. And the reasoning behind that is about a year ago, I, year two ago, when I realized that little girls were 
my that sounds like creepy but <laughs> <laughs> young girls young girls don't insight yourself <laughs> <laughs> uh, young girls are my target audience I started picking up on certain girls that were constantly on my page, mm-hmm. spamming my stuff, DMing me all the time, way into what I was doing. And so I decided to put them into groups of 15. On Instagram, you can put together um, chats, group chats mm-hmm. of 15 people. So I have a bunch of these groups of 15 girls in each group and they started calling themselves king squads <laughs> and i talked to them i talked to them every single day yeah i talked to them every not to i i hate like oh my little monsters like lady gaga like i don't want to be like that but they gave yeah, themselves yeah, no. that yeah, yeah. i did not give it to them yeah. and uh they yeah so they're like my little focus groups i go to them sugar rain that whole company was started from the ground up with them. I asked them, I mm. said, guys, would you be interested in me starting a fashion boutique, online fashion boutique, boutique, <laughs> boutique, in addition to my music? And they were like, yeah, that'd be so awesome. And then they're like, oh, we definitely want jewelry first, jewelry first. We want necklaces, earrings, all this stuff. So I was like, okay, and I got right on it. And I started, like, reaching out to, like, people in China. Like, can you make this for me? And I came up with the whole design. And, I mean, China is is 12-hour difference. So they were waking up as I'm going to bed. Yeah. Oh, we know. But, yeah. They email you and you're oh, like, yeah. you have to get up in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah. to read them. They're like, oh, they're, they're emailing me. Um but but so yeah, those the, the King Squads they they pretty much started that sugar rain with me and and they they helped me with everything from the the fashion side of it to then just my my music and um, for instance when I was about to release in my head I said where do you guys get your new music where do you guys listen and every single one of them said Spotify and I was shocked. I was like, okay, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, that's where we listen to all our new music. And so then I I was like, all right, that's where I'm going to push you know, it. That's actually really dope because a lot of people would not, they would just release it on SoundCloud, Apple Music, whatever. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't go into, you know, ask the people. So yeah. that the fact that you're actually yeah. interacting with them and finding out because then you got a bigger you go reach. straight to yeah, the source. Yeah, you have a bigger yeah. reach and everybody actually going to, And Spotify, you know, it is good for for both sides because the listener can listen for free mm-hmm. but you also get those paid streams it's not yeah, exactly. it's not like it i mean it's a half a penny per stream yeah. but it adds up <laughs> yeah, if you get up. 10 yeah, million yeah. streams you get forty thousand dollars so if something really takes off it can be worth it and right now nowadays it's not just about the music it's you're making money, like, I saw an interview with Chance the Rapper with Katie Kirk, and she's like, how do you even make money if you're not selling your music? Yeah. And he was like, uh, merchandise, <laughs> touring, that's, like, yeah, that's, that's where you make your your exactly. money. And so... A lot of uh, artists don't even have merch, and it's crazy the amount of, like, when I see shows at Lupo's and stuff, when they have that merch table in the back, those people make money. Yeah. Like, everybody buys a shirt, a hat, yeah, Especially like, when they have those long lines waiting for the yeah. show. Yeah. The it's, amount of money they and, make. And someone like a Chance the Rapper, who he's giving away his music for free, people mm-hmm. want to support him. Exactly. And that, how else are they going to do it? They exactly. want to wear his stuff mm-hmm. and, and, and be a, kind of like a sponsor to him. So, um... 
he, I mean, he's a huge inspiration to me. So merch is huge. And like I said, Sugar Rain started from the ground up with those kids. And now it's turned into more of an Etsy type shop where I have sellers. So if you have a product that goes with the vibe, the kind of girly vibe of Sugar Rain, you can sell on my site and it's a, on a consignment basis. So you put your stuff on my site and I get a little bit of, percentage of whatever right. you're doing really in exchange dope. for for me promoting um the the items on the site and on the instagram and and on my olivia king music instagram and everything so so it's a win-win for everyone especially yeah. you know people that have a product and they don't know how to make a website mm-hmm. or they don't have time or the money or or the resources to make mm-hmm. one, but they have a great product and exactly. they want to put it out there. So I have everything on Sugar Rain now from necklaces, earrings, temporary tattoos, press-on nails, like <laughs> like everything you could possibly want is on there. So it just keeps expanding and there's a, a tab, if anyone's watching and they have a product they want to sell that is is in that vibe. There's a, to, yeah, there's, to have you sell my stuff. <laughs> there, there's a tab on there the where you can become a pink ones. All the pink ones. All the pink rude boys. Yeah, all the pink ones. That's not a bad, I'd be down. <laughs> 